it's a superiority thing. I don't know. Starbucks is, it's not as good as McDonald's coffee. McDonald's coffee is great. Is it? I've never had McDonald's coffee. It's really, really good. <laughs> I don't know I why. I just started drinking coffee like two years ago. Less than that. Yeah, I think we had a conversation about like you had a coffee and a briefcase filled with candy at one point. Like you're an adult. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's adulthood, man. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you want to go ahead and get started? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're rolling. <laughs> so this is. This oh. Is... <laughs> oh, good. Hello, welcome to a mini. Hello, welcome to If Anyone Cares. My name is Jolly James. We thank you so much for listening. As you heard, we have a man on the show today who uh, who loves coffee apparently now after just a little under two years of drinking it. He is a comedian. He is a boxer. He's an MC. He also speaks to children in schools across the United States of America. A man who is making a run at the 2020 Olympics representing Trinidad and Tobago. Cam F. Awesome. Thank you for joining the show. That's that's a pretty good intro, man. Thanks, man. You're definitely stepping it up. I've I've gotten better at this job. You would yeah. think after four years I'd have some improvement. Yeah, but four years you're you're still like can you even buy a lotto ticket? How old are you? I'm nineteen. <laughs> not old not old enough to remember what T nine word is. <laughs> I knew what still it was. Not over it. <laughs> Didn't know what it was called. I've used it. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm old enough to buy lottery tickets. I'm old enough to buy tobacco. I'm not old enough to go into a casino and gamble or drink alcohol legally. Wait, you can you can gamble at 18. Not in a casino. Yeah, you can. In Have Louisiana. In Louisiana, no. It's 21. Yeah, Louisiana doesn't count. It does count. Like normally, I would say that about like does Wyoming. It? Like Wyoming doesn't count, but doesn't. I don't live in Wyoming. I live in I Louisiana. I love Kansas City, but also Kansas City doesn't count. What counts? Vegas. I don't know a place with an NBA team. We have a <laughs> we have an NBA team in Louisiana. But do you, bro? We got Zion. Zion Williamson, the the hottest thing to come ever, ever come out of Duke, six eight two, probably eighty. Has, uh, isn't he like? Has is he in, is he transitioning well in the league? Has the NBA season started? Yes, we're six games. Yes, in. it has. He has not played a single game. Six games. Yeah. Oh, it just. Oh, he hasn't played. No, he's injured with a torn meniscus. Wow! Just call out for work before your first day. <laughs> he went too hard in the summer league in preseason, bro. He went way too hard. He was dunking on these like kids are going to be working at McDonald's in four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> on these man, preseason that's... rosters playing in the G League. Man, you know what sucks? There's some dude who genuinely hates Zion, like the dude who's the senior who, when Zion got in ninth grade and became a starter. Oh yeah, a senior that had to start behind Zion. <laughs> Every everyone who played his position, everyone who's like lost a girl to him. That's not even his fault because he didn't even like the girl. There are so many people with probably personal vendettas against him. And he's probably the nicest guy ever. He seems incredibly nice. Him and and Drew Brees have been hanging out with Drew Brees' kids. What? It's like, what? Zion's a kid person. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I saw saw some uh, girl had uh, 
I guess uh, recorded his his uh, FaceTime with her. Yeah. Man, better be careful. Does he have any kids yet? I don't think so. No. Kids like nine. He's my age. He's like nineteen. I don't think he has any kids. Listen, yet. a lot of people couldn't figure out how to make it out of high school. That's fair. That's fair. Which is that still a thing? What? High school teens. I'm sure it's still a thing, but I felt like it was like an epidemic like <laughs> ten years ago with like the TV shows and teens were literally getting pregnant to be on that show. It's still a thing. People, yeah. People Imagine are... you doing that and didn't get on the show, and you have like an eight year old now. <laughs> you didn't make the cut because you weren't attractive enough. <laughs> yeah. And your kid wasn't wasn't good enough. That's great. <laughs> your kid wasn't cute. <laughs> I like that, and the the dad was too supportive. Oh, I'll never have that problem. <laughs> Cam, you always talk about kids and stuff, man. Like I, I have, I have an extreme beef against babies. I get not that. so much kids as babies. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna hold your baby if you offer. Like I'll never, like openly yeah. accept an invitation to hold a baby. But I don't know if I like nope. actively dislike babies. No, it's, I just don't like – they're not cultured. They don't really contribute to society. They're not – they have no social awareness. They they don't contribute to taxes. Babies are useless. I mean, to be fair, I didn't contribute to taxes until like two years ago. Even like last year. You were year's useless my... up, for, up to two years ago. But I was cultured. Maybe. I'm a straight white I male. I I'm a straight white male from the south. Of course, I was oh, cultured. Oh yeah, definitely cultured. <laughs> Actually, a year year in which part? Louisiana, Lake Charles. Oh, that's actually where the Olympic trials is going to be. Yeah, you and me had that conversation. Like I think, yeah. I think a few months ago. Yeah, I'll be there next month. Dude, come stay in my driveway. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stay at a hotel this time. I'm gonna fly out there. Yeah, man. Uh, but let's go, let's go get something to eat while you're in town. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I get. Uh, I get in. I don't think your listeners care, but I don't think anyone cares. It's the theme of the podcast. Uh, well, I, yeah, I I get in the 12th. I think of December. Okay. Yeah, I'll be back by then. Yeah, I, I got to go to Dallas that weekend before, but yeah, sure. Let's go. How long are you in town? Oh, just just for that weekend. I'm just there for a board meeting, and I'll be there for the Olympic trials. Uh, like, I'll watch the finals. But gotcha. It's the American. It's the Americans, right? The Olympic trials. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, U.S. Olympic trials. Got it. Uh, you are not representing the United States. No, no, for for multiple reasons. Uh, one because. Uh, I didn't sign up for a team sport. I'm not a team sport type of guy, and I don't care for team activities. Granted, I was captain of the team for about 10 years, which probably why I'm somewhat resentful towards it. <laughs> I just, like, if we're on a basketball team and it's like final seconds of the game, I held this team together the whole season. We're in the playoffs, carrying the team on my back, like a calluses on my hand from holding the team together. And then there's five seconds left in the season, and I get quadruple teamed, and they hand you the ball. 
and then you missed a shot and ruined my season, I'm going to hate you. I'm going to hate you as a person, as, as a human being, as a teammate, as a friend. I'll be so bothered by that. So uh, that's why I don't like team sports. And when you're on the USA team, they make you do team activities like go for team runs where me at 200 pounds should not be running the same speed or distance as a guy who's 108 pounds. You know why? Why? Because I'm not on your <laughs> team. <laughs> All right, we'll put that down as a bleep. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Wait, you censor this? <laughs> yes, we censor this. This is a family show. Is it a family show though? That's another problem I have with people making, like making believe, like doing the whole make believe thing that uh, curses aren't a thing. Oh, I know like, they're a thing, but they're going to be bleeped out for children. Why? Because I know children that listen to this show, and I mean I have to deal with their parents. Like oh, I know okay. them personally. Okay. okay. Let's let's look at this objectively. The kids, right? How old are we talking? It's like 11, 10, 11, something like okay. that. Okay. First of all, uh, that's an adult as far as I'm concerned <laughs> with what they're exposed to. Parents are completely okay with an iPad raising their child with everything on the internet. An iPad raising your child. Yet I can't say you'll be offended. It's offensive when I say it. But it's not offensive when you don't want to spend time with your actual kid, so you shove an iPad in their face. But I digress. I, I love the social stances you take, Cam. About just so many logical, uh, just objective. <laughs> no, I just think you're, it's great. You're making believe. You know how many parents curse in front of their kids, but if I curse in front of their kids, they're like, oh. Or they'll have like a show on, and the kid walks in the room, they're like, ah, kid can hear a couple curses. Like. Do you know how hard it was to find porn when I was a teenager? <laughs> you had to go to like, like Cinemax, wasn't it? Like Cinefilms? Like now, kids, it's free. It's on the internet, which I don't get Snapchat premium. Why are guys paying for pictures of girls? There's unlimited pictures on the internet. It's ridiculous, but... I think, you know, we, I'm, I think we got off track. <laughs> I probably, probably. I don't want to we give were, too much editing work. We were talking about... The Olympics and how you don't represent the United States anymore. We ended up at porn. So great, great transition point back to the Olympics. So you decided to represent Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, Why? This is a real interview Uh, question. uh, (laughs) You do real interview questions is nuts, man. Uh, So like I was on the USA team, won the Olympic trials in 2012, 2016 I'm pretty, uh, pretty much the most experienced boxer, uh, Olympic level boxer in America. I could easily win the Olympic trials in America, but if I did, they would expect you to be with the team in Colorado Springs locked in the training camp for like, for like four or five months. And I have a speaking business. I already book speaking engagements. Uh, I like to travel. I like to go to different gyms and I am my own coach. And luckily, I am everywhere where I go. So uh, I don't, I don't want to be with the team. Uh, so I decided to, since my dad's a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago, I decided to uh, get dual citizenship and fight for the Trinidad Tobago team. 
because they'll let me do what I want. Because you're an Olympic athlete that represents Trinidad and Tobago, and there's not a lot of those. No, 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 there's, there's not. <laughs> but like, I, maybe I, it's unconventional for a boxer to coach themselves. I get that. But also I'm an adult and, and like, what happens is like, imagine your dad's your boxing coach, right? You start boxing at seven years old. You're like 21 now, you boxing your whole life. Your dad's been training you no matter what. And then you make the Olympic team. It's the most pressure you've ever had on you. Now they take you away from your coach and give you to a stranger. Now a stranger has to coach you with nine other guys in different weights. And you don't get any individual training or attention. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be beneficial to your boxing career? Absolutely not. Yeah. So that's why I got on the board of directors uh, to make these decisions. But I was strongly voted against because I believe in – I'm literally the only athlete rep. There's no benefit. I don't get paid for it. I do it literally to fight for athletes. And I like things like the reason why I ended up being captain, not because of leadership skills. It was just if I didn't like something, I spoke up about it. And knowing that not everyone on the team likes to voice their opinion, if I know you have a problem, I will go address your problem as if it's mine. Because I don't care who gets upset at me or not. So being the guy with all the complaints, literally because I'm complaining for other people anonymously, like that's how I became like team captain. And then I decided to actually do something about it at the rule at the level they make the rules on the board of directors. But uh, they were against uh, my ideas. I had one of the ideas was, hey, we should let the best athlete represent our Olympic team. Uh, But that's not what they decided to do. Their procedures now is uh, so they have the boxers who qualify for the Olympic trials that let's say you win the Olympic trials. You don't necessarily represent America for the Olympics. They still they're still going to take that into account and take into account uh, how good of a team player you are. Like if you show up to practice on time, if, if you work out really hard, like. It's not about who's best. It's about who's best at following rules. And I didn't get into sports to follow rules. I would have had a corporate job. But so I just didn't didn't really care to to go through that procedure for them not to pick me. So go Trinidad and Tobago. The uh, really cool flag. Red with the black sash across it. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. And I didn't know too much about Trinidad. It is, uh, like half my family is from Trinidad and growing up, like I know about the culture and the food and everything like that. These people are the latest people. They have no regards for time. (laughs) What? Like, that is great. I I showed up to Wayne's. Like I, I woke up, two hours early, check my weight, but my scale might be different, might be off. Uh, Cause you know, with traveling, whatever, I'm like, my scale might be a pound or two off. So uh, I just woke up earlier, just dropped extra weight just in case. Got to weigh-ins at 6.45 because they start at 7 a.m. I've been to weigh-ins a lot for the last 10 years. It starts 7 a.m. sharp, like 
there are multiple people there. There's someone there to check on the person checking the weight to make sure there's no funny business. There's two official, like, calibrated scales, like big, like medical scales. Uh, so I showed up at 6:45 to Wayans because you know what? Don't want to be late. I get there, no one's there. Like, and I'm like, well, maybe they'll show up right at seven. And somewhere about 7:55, I start panicking. I'm like, did, did I show up to the wrong location? And I didn't have uh, cell phone service. So like I had to walk like a mile to a Starbucks. Which they had Starbucks there and free Wi-Fi. Finally got Wi-Fi and I call the coach. I'm like, hey, man, am I in the right place? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're just running a little late. No big deal. <laughs> this is like official Olympic oh, thing, and I get activities. There, it's one dude with a bathroom scale <laughs> and a pen and paper, not like computer paper, not like he ripped it out of his kid's notebook <laughs> and didn't even have a clipboard. Like he was literally leaving the paper on the wall to write down the weights. Like it was the most unofficial. I'm not gonna lie, I brought a camera with me. I was like, you know what? Because I'm, I'm looking pretty ripped right now. I'm gonna get a selfie on the scale. I get it. Get a, have someone take a picture on the scale with my shirt off, looking ripped. Nope, nothing. It was in a it was in a gym that was flooded. And you're probably like, what do you mean flooded? I mean there was a uh, Trinidadian lady with a broom, yes, a broom, <laughs> sweeping the water out of the gym outside. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Is this in Port of Spain? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Like, this is the capital of Trinidad. This is the, like the yeah. best city in Trinidad. <laughs> but it's not that they're poor. No. Like, it's like, not from, at all. From like a naked eye, you'd be like, oh man, it's it's real bad out here. No, no, no. It's not that they're poor. It's they don't care. <laughs> like in America, we care about things. We want to have a bunch of things. We don't need things, but we want things. So we work really hard to buy things we don't really even want. We just collect things. Over there, they don't care about things. It, it's so freeing. They don't care about, like, of course, like, if they're going out, they get dressed up. And, uh, and God, the woman there, the dark woman, so damn dark. But, like, beautiful. And when they wear white, it, like, it glows. Like, they're beautiful people. The food is so damn good, but they don't give a time is just a suggestion. <laughs> like <laughs> that is great. The 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 fights were supposed to start at seven. About eight fifteen, they start warming up. Like <laughs> no concept of time. Like I I I knew the, the doctor was going to be late because they're like yeah, like they're trying to tell me like island time. And I, I, the doctor was supposed to be there at five. I decided to show up late. I get there four fifty-seven because to me that's late, and I feel like the doctor didn't show up to like six fifteen. I, I don't want to contribute to the problem by being late. I'm so anal about just time. The only consistent thing in life, every sixty seconds is a minute. You get 60 of those, that's an hour. 24 of those is a day. You get seven of those, that's a week. The only thing consistent in life is time. 
Like I get everyone should be late from time to time. Things happen. Life happens. I get that. But when you're late, I feel like you're disrespecting my time. And well, hold on. I, I like well, my time this, is, this is all. This is all preferenced uh, by by you being five minutes late for coffee for this. Oh, and I was actually still early for coffee. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I was, I was like eight, like two minutes after that. Cause I just went downstairs to the apartment complex and got coffee. Uh, yeah, I was still early for that, but just in case I was like, what if I went down, the machine was broken or something, just gave a five minute buffer. Cause that's how much I respect people's time. Damn. So I was a little distraught. <laughs> this, this whole like adjustment to representing Trinidad and Tobago for the 2020 Olympics um, has it changed? Like, has it changed anything that you're doing to prepare for it, or what's kind of what's going into it? Uh, well, I guess uh, to to do this whole like Olympic thing, you have to like get in shape. But the the big issue behind all of it was United States. When you're on the national team or the Olympic team, you get a thousand dollars a month. Like it's nothing. Uh, that's literally below the level of poverty because that's 12,000 a year. Poverty in America for a single adult is $12,140. Now, uh, and if, if I did go with us, if I fought for USA, if I went to like, if I miss one practice or something, that's my whole month of my thousand dollars. So I can go the first 28 days and then I miss like the 29th day or I'm overweight, uh, the weight allowance, they strip you of your whole month's payment. Uh, so I, I couldn't allow myself to do that. So I decided to fight for Trinidad, but Trinidad is not going to pay my way. So I've got to fund my own, uh, my own boxing trip. Kind of blows. Yeah. Well, can't have everything. You know, people say that, but you can. I feel like it's just a cop out. It's to make us feel better for not having everything. What is you that can't mean? win them all. You you can win them all. <laughs> you yeah you can. It's it, it's unlikely, but you can. One of my one of my friends has this great Twitter bio. You win some, you lose most. That's usually how yeah. it goes for a lot of people. It's like, yeah, you'll win a few, but you're probably going to lose a lot. Yeah. But I do envy the people who, uh, like, there's some people who can let things go. Like, my buddy Matt, he's the best. Nothing bothers him. And it's like, you win some, you lose some. Even the ones he loses, and he's not okay with losing, he just lets things go. If I lose... I have a weight carried around on my shoulder for months. Like I lose sleep when I lose. Like even interactions or not even arguments. Like, uh, I, I flew in from somewhere. Uh, let, I left my van at the airport, flew into Dallas, picked up my van at Dallas, uh, parked at the Walmart and was FaceTiming someone. So I didn't want to get out, uh, get out of the car. I get out of my van 
And then security guard pulls up, like drives in front of me. I'm sitting in the front seat of my van, puts on her bright lights, gets out of her car, slowly walks to my window. And I'm looking at her as she's doing this and then bangs on my window as if I didn't see her walk up to it. And I wait too long, which probably five seconds before I even flinched. And I slowly roll my window down and it's not an electric window. So it was less cool. And I was like, can I help you? And she's like, uh, you can't be parking here. You, you've been, you've been parked here all day. You've been parking here at night. And I'm like, maybe it's been another van. A lot of these vans look alike. She's like, no, I know, I know what this van looks like. I was like, obviously you're looking at it. Uh, but I, I, I didn't spend the night here. And she's like, yes, you did. And you need to move your van now. And I was like, well, I'm going into Walmart. So I'll move my van then when I get back. And she's like, no, you're going to move it now. Now, I didn't like that she was being disrespectful. And I looked and she didn't have a gun. That like, the way she came at me was like she had a weapon. And she's like a, probably like a 45 year old lady. And uh, I politely told her uh, what to do with herself. And I was like, I'm going to finish up my FaceTime call and I'm going to go into Walmart. And she's like, no, you're not. And I was like, well, let's see. Uh, She drove off. She came back like three minutes later with a second 45-year-old lady. And she's like, I'm calling the police. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's like now I know in my head my registration is overdue <laughs> literally driving to Kansas to like redo my registration <laughs> like two days later that was and good <laughs> She says she's calling the police. I'm like, you know what? I still need stuff from Walmart. So I drove across the street to the gas station, left the van, walked back over, got inside of Walmart. She's standing there. And, uh, oh, I said, oh, she said uh, I was cursing at her. I was like, when did I curse? She said, you said the F word. I was like, Oh yeah, I, I definitely did. That's how I talk. It's like words. <laughs> she's like, well, you can't be cursing. And you called me a B word. I was like, ah, see, that's where I'll draw the line. I said the F word. I would never call you the B word. Yes, you did. Are you calling me a liar? I'm like calling you a liar, but I'm not calling you a B word. <laughs> she's like, I was there. I'm like, now you're being a. <laughs> that's when I said that, that drew a little more attention than I thought it would. But uh then she's like i'm calling the police so i went to the manager and i was like uh this lady's been harassing me i can show you my flight itinerary i landed less than two hours ago she says i've been parked here all week uh and he's like well you can you can get what you need and i'm getting i'm trying to grocery shop now and she's following me around walmart finally (laughs) i uh I, don't I started even, I don't talking even, to her. I don't even know how we got here, but this, uh, this I started talking to her as if we weren't having a confrontation because she was livid. 
And I'm just like, so how long you've been doing this? Do you think you're particularly good at your job? And then she's like, that's it. And she takes her phone out. She starts calling the actual police. I think the first time was a bluff. I was like, ah, I'm going to get out of here. Now, I just, I started my drive that night. It was like nine o'clock. I just drove about three and a half hours that night, stopped off in Oklahoma City. But I felt like I lost that interaction because I should have waited for the police to be there. And I should have caused the scene. And that bothered me for like two weeks. That's how much I don't like losing. Your, your ability to tell a story is... I, it's, it's, I lack the ability to tell a relevant one. <laughs> it's so incredible. And that's why I think... I've never heard you do comedy, but I imagine, I imagine you're probably a great comedian because your storytelling ability is just phenomenal. <laughs> sometimes. Some, sometimes. <laughs> that was good. You haven't told a bad story on this show, given you've only been on here... This is what your fifth time, third time on this version of the show. Fourth. Is it fourth? Oh, oh, f- fourth. It's my fourth time altogether, I believe. Yeah, third time on the on this version. Fourth time, I guess. Also, overall. still your still your your most popular guest. Collectively, yeah. From the fans. People, people love you, Cam. Actually, they said that I was top. I was top four. Yeah, you are. You still are. All no no all all four I was oh. one two three and four. Yeah, don't think that's accurate. That was uh, tested through focus groups. <laughs> don't think that's accurate. I didn't pay for those focus groups. <laughs> it wasn't if it wasn't if anyone cares incorporated. I'll tell you that. Oh hey, uh, you just doing soccer reporting? I, or are you doing commentating? Both. And it's, uh, uh, hey, just a little heads up. I'm not doing just soccer anymore. I've done some other stuff. Oh, what are, you, what are you up to now? I did college football a few weeks ago. I got some oh, plans do you to like do. That? I loved it. I thought it was great. It was very, very hot. It was 92 degrees. I was on the sideline doing some stuff, doing like making some content, Instagram TV stories, um, and just hanging out, doing the thing, making content. Oh, dope. I uh, just want to share this with you. When I play FIFA, I, uh, which is probably one of the only games I do play, just FIFA and Call of Duty, I play with uh, Spanish announcers because it makes soccer feel more authentic. Do you do that? I do not do that. I play with the you English, should. English commentary. It's just too... It's not as exciting. It's just two old English guys, pretty much. Like, just what it is. I... I can't wait for them to figure out commentating to the point where like no one like commentating was a necessary art of being descriptive with words back when you had to listen on a radio. But now since everyone like not only do they have televisions, they have high definition televisions. Some of them watch sports on VR glasses. Like I feel like commentating needs to just be, Former players with like, like, just talking trash about like being in the league in their days and sharing stories and occasionally talking about the game, like more of a podcast format. Because we're all watching. We don't need you to say. And number twelve throws the ball to number eight. 
that's 127 yards this game passing. I, I, I don't love this idea because it takes away a job from me. No, you could just talk crap with your friends as well. Wait, so you and, want me? Okay, so what you're doing in this in this format with the podcast is have like two or three former players together, or let's just say three or four. Yeah, that way our conversation goes back and forth. And what I would do is basically be a host of this forum and facilitate different conversations because I obviously have nothing to add because I didn't play college or uh, professional. Yeah, football. be like a panel. Yeah, I could like, facilitate and, and, things and keep it moving. Yeah, because some athletes are just not that great with like starting conversation off, but once you get them talking, also they're liquored the hell up. I don't think that'll go over well on ESPN. Why? Because there's Why? this button up like idea, this buttoned up, nice dressing, clean content ESPN. If you want to do that, I think the place to try that is one on your own on YouTube first, and then see if that's going to work with an audience. And people start pulling that, and it's going to go to the zone. The zone is very, very popular in Canada, has a lot of people that watch it here in the United States, and then it might go to Fox. Yeah, that's that's the progression. YouTube, it, it should, the zone, should Fox. be on. It should should be on Fox. Yeah, Fox is the You're best. Right. Because Fox is, is is not afraid to take chances. Fox is trash. What do you mean Fox every, is trash? Every, like, if you can't curse and you have to, like, censor yourself, it's sports. It's for you literally to let your hair down and relax. It goes and back I to think the we should thing, stop man. on sportsmanlike conduct because sportsmanship should be reserved for those who aren't sure they're going to win so they don't feel bad. Like, you should be able to... Say what you want and do what you want as long as you follow the rules of the game. So you're advocating for taunting. So like I, I know you're not a big yes. I know you're not a big fan of sports. Just watching them and, and knowing what's going on. But there was a there was a football team back in two thousand one that represented the Dirty university. Birds. Nope. Not that one. The University Oop. of Miami football team. Back in two thousand one. Highly Highly acclaimed to be one of the best teams ever play college football. They would hit people late. They would dance over the top of them. They just had so much swagger, and they they knew who they were, and they knew they were good. So you're advocating for teams to be like Miami. In Miami back in the 80s, they had Michael Irving, and and a lot of the guys ended up being really, really good winning Super Bowls in the the NFL. They were all played together on the same team. Okay, and here's my question to you. Were they entertaining to watch? They were one of the best teams to watch because they knew they were good and they would hit you and they would know you were hurting and they would stand over the top to you, stand over the top of you and really, really just and, play up the fact that they were better than you because they knew they were better than you. Now, ask yourself this question. Did I enjoy watching these athletes do that? I did. A lot of people didn't. No, no, no. A lot of people say they didn't. A lot of people say they didn't. But you speak to each of those people one-on-one, they're like, yeah, man, that's pretty intense. That was a good football team that knew they were good and knew they should have been in the place they were. The hitting late part, like I'm not a fan of that, but celebration dances, you want to do the worm, you want to take three minutes for your choreographed dance? 
after your touchdown, go for it. You know why? Because you throw a ball for a living. Like, it should be entertainment. You're limiting the, like, media interviews. They train people to give boring interviews. They literally train the athletes to give boring interviews. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that, we came here to play. Uh, they came here to play. And then we played. And I want to thank God. Not entertaining. Yeah. Not particularly. I, and hey, look, players are one thing, and players somewhat have personalities. Coaches are the absolute worst when it comes to that. Coaches are the, the least entertaining people to listen to ever. But yeah, they, like college athletes are the worst because they can't say anything. They can't say it because these are like 19 to 22 year old kids. You cannot say anything. Yeah. <laughs> because because they, they have pretty bad. we can't know that you're 19. <laughs> we can't like understand and grasp the fact that you were in high school in May. <laughs> we, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we can't understand that. And we don't want to understand that. Uh, so they don't really talk the size a whole lot. Of men. <laughs> we don't, we don't let them talk a whole lot, but coaches, college coaches, a little bit more animated because they're around kids a lot. But like NFL players and, and, and even not just basing that's off NFL players, people that I talk to, MLS players, that you just gotta you gotta ask the right question. You gotta get them loosened up. And the best things is when people don't speak English as their first language and they just kinda say stuff and they don't know what they're saying. That's oh, that's my oh, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I first of all, I get so upset when I speak to somebody who's English wasn't their first language, and then they apologize to me because they may have said the wrong word. I'm like, no, I don't know how to say hello in your language. You're killing my language right now. <laughs> you, you might have used a wrong tense, but you're making me feel bad about myself. I just love the the uh, the the usage of curse words in places where curse words are <laughs> usually used on TV. Because they had a, a player place with Toronto who's from Spain. His name is Alejandro Pozuelo. And he just said the F word like six times in an interview. And no one stopped him. <laughs> it was like nationally televised Canadian television. <laughs> he just said the F word six times in a row. <laughs> Do they allow that up there? No. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> and no one's like, ah, we're not going to stop him. He's from Spain. He doesn't know how to speak English. Yeah. I... Yeah, it's just I guess cultural deal. Half I, uh, our half our audience is French, anyways. We don't really? Know. Yeah, Canada's half, or I don't know if half is the correct division of of English to the French, but a lot of France or a lot of uh, Canada speaks French. Yeah, I was familiar with that. A lot of your uh, podcast listeners from France. Oh or, no, uh, not Canada? on here. Yeah, I got a lot of Canadian oh. listeners. Yeah, I can, I got Canadian listeners, German one German listener, just one. <laughs> what up, bro? <laughs> just one. Um like Finland and, and Sweden, a lot of Nova Scotia. Oh, I love Finland. Yeah. It's my favorite country to visit. I I got some international listeners. Hey, yeah, Finland, uh went to Tampere uh, about 5 or 6 years in a row. It's a beautiful place, really friendly people and it's like every I go, I believe it's like in October and the week I go for this boxing tournament, it's there like a, I guess like a homecoming or like a rap, pep rally, but for college, but instead of 
normal stuff we do here, they all dress up in jumpsuits. And the color of your jumpsuit, like, determines your major. And there are, you have patches. Everyone, like, you get different patches for accomplishing different things at school or whatever, whatever clubs you're in. And it's just a drunken sea of people trying to get stamps for drinks because like, it's like a, like a punch card thing. And if you get a different drink in each part of the city, so it's just like drunk people walking around in jumpsuits and talking to strangers. They're so friendly and they're so smart. Everyone's in shape. It's a nice place. Finland. They all speak like basically like on three, three languages. They have to learn Finnish, English, and a third language of their choice. A lot of them choose Chinese for trade. If you don't speak like four or five languages, something seems off about you. Like, That's so impressive. Yeah. Look, and kind of, they, they come up to me and they speak to me in English. They're like, I speak to you in English because I know that's uh, all you know. Am I right? <laughs> I'm like, you are right. Uh like the the Louisiana education system allows you at I think I was in uh, second grade to start taking French and then it stops after fifth grade. We don't do anything in, in middle school. And then high school you have to take two years of a foreign language and me instead of continuing my French that I already knew previously, I started Spanish because I felt like that would be more beneficial. For my job, how'd that work out? I can say sentences. I can I can probably say a paragraph. I can translate probably really really well. Oh. If you if you had to give me a piece of paper to translate, which I'm not going to do that for you because if you're not paying <laughs> if you're not paying me, I'm not going to do but, it. But you, you could understand it though, right? I can I can get through it. I don't know if every word's going to be exactly right, but I can get through it and have some type of understanding. Most people, though, I am I've worked at it. I've taken you know Duolingo for French and uh, French and Spanish to kind of understand it because I need to know it for work. The people I'm friends with that are now at universities across this beautiful state and across this beautiful country know nothing, and they took three or four years because they're in college now and they have to take it in college. They know absolutely nothing. And it's really funny. Do you feel superior? I feel superior, and I also feel like the American education system, specifically in Louisiana, who is very low on the education rankings, is very bad. Yeah, Louisiana's not great. I know. I I graduated with a 2.81 after missing, what, 228 days of high school? So that tells you something. I got through... I think uh, that's... That's uh, impressive. 2.81 after missing 200. Right. That is a year and a half. I missed a year and a half of four years, and I still have a 2.81 in the Louisiana. Did you have cancer? <laughs> how do you miss that many cases? <laughs> the Louisiana education system. I got a 2.81. That's, that's how bad it is. Um, I missed 228 days of school over four years. I didn't miss them in a row. I missed. I missed. Yeah. <laughs> I missed. That would be more impressive. I missed fifty-four my freshman, eighty-four my sophomore, fifty-one my junior, and thirty my senior. Are you going to college? I am in college. You know they don't care if you miss, right? Well, it's all online, so I do it when I want. Because I was, ne- I was never going to show up to class. <laughs> like I never wanted to go. To yeah. That. What are you going to school for? Sports broadcasting. 
very on the nose. So like that's literally what my degree will say, nice. sports broadcasting. So if I fail, I really don't have a backup plan. So this is good. You don't need a backup plan. Safety nets are the reason why people fall. But it's still nice that it's there. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you need a degree to do this? I mean, I've done it for four years without a degree. So why are you getting a degree? So I can work for bigger companies. Because they you say you you would need uh you would need a degree to work for the bigger companies right they require it which I've got I wish that that's silly it's silly that someone with four years experience given it's be less qualified than somebody who read about doing it for a while given like my four years experience I think a year and a half of that was on YouTube and the others have just been podcasting and I got on with this network that I'm now doing reporting for. So it's, it's really like only almost three years of like real experience or two years of real experience now. No, that's YouTube is also experience. Well, yeah, it was experience on camera, but it wasn't like formatted or anything. I was also 15. I had no idea what I was doing, but it's, it's something I guess, but like legitimate, like planning shows and stuff like that and having producers, it's only been two years, but that's still impressive that you started something so early and you know what you knew what you wanted to do and you actually pursued it. It's not a lot of people do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Kudos. Thanks, man. Kudos. I just I know I know I did not want to be a boxer because I don't like getting hit in the face. Oh, me either. You just have to be a better boxer. Yeah, I not the right size to do that either. I'm not very big. <laughs> oh, there's. There's a 108-pound weight class. Yeah, but <laughs> that's a lot of work, man. <laughs> I like if, if you if you miss practice as much as you miss class, you're gonna get beat up on a regular basis. Exactly. If I miss one training, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm behind. I'm behind. No, okay. Well, if you fought for Trinidad, you could just show up late. You'd be okay. Yeah, I'd be okay. I'd be fine. But I don't, I'm not sure I'm the right color to represent Trinidad. No, no, just believe in yourself. You know what's really weird? They have a large Asian population. Really? And hearing an Asian, looking at an Asian person with a West Indian accent, my brain doesn't want to accept it. <laughs> just like, nah, nah, I don't buy it. Nah, I got don't, a, don't want it. I got a massive beef with Trinidad and Tobago, though. Both countries. Really? Did they beat your team? Yeah, they beat the U.S. and that's the reason the u.s didn't go to the world cup it's it's not the reason the u.s didn't go to the world cup it was the the night the u.s had to at least draw to get into the world (laughs) cup and they lost on a in a on a rain soaked night in port of spain trinidad with a stadium that had a moat around it it was a literal moat they had to get on the coaches backs and coaches and trainers carried the players across so the players had to walk through water. Yeah. That's the entitled that's... atmosphere and the entitled locker room that did not make the World Cup, and that's why the team sucks, and that's why America is just failing right now. Everything uh, going on. Are they any better to... now? No. No, we lost to Canada 2-0 in Toronto. Canada's bad. Canada, Canada's worse than Trinidad. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's really disappointing. Like, Trinidad's like – second tier in this region of the world. Canada's like really? third tier. Yeah, Trinidad's good. They got really good players. A lot of their players play in MLS. Yeah, Trinidad. Not good. Not 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 bad. 
not not who's great. the best MLS team? Uh, I mean, you got Toronto and Seattle in MLS Cup on Sunday. Oh, okay. So, Kansas City was good for a while, right? Yeah, they're good. They got a really good coach. They just lost a lot of players, contracts, and people buying them. So I thought those days were over. Yeah, well, they sell white guys too. If it makes you feel better. Yes, extremely. <laughs> no, the 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 biggest transfer in the world is two hundred and twenty or two hundred and fifty million dollars for a Brazilian player. Still isn't white, but he's not black. Man, we'll take him. Yeah, we'll take credit for that one. But the second biggest transfer in the history of the world, black guy. So two hundred million. Yeah, who who's that for Ke- soccer? Kylian Mbappe. He's an eight, he was eighteen at the time. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. I got his did, jersey. It wasn't – who did he play for? He played for Monaco. He got transferred to Paris. And then he, he just won the World Cup with France this past summer. Or in 18. Man. Does 19. The, the U.S. women won the 19 World Cup. So that's good. Yeah, the women team's pretty good, right? Yeah. They just got a new coach. So they played Sweden last yeah. night. Good stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I guess soccer. Center. Yeah, I, I, I understand soccer to the point where I can enjoy it. Before I did, I I thought soccer was kind of silly, but then after you understand the rules and like you appreciate like the whole setup, the whole like when yeah, a play comes together, very even beautiful. if a guy misses, like I I appreciate that. It's beautiful. But beautiful game. Before, yeah, before I could notice that, it was just a trash game to me. I didn't get it. Cam, you should you should come to come to a Dynamo game with me one time. Do I, do I get good seats? You're in the press box. Are there hors d'oeuvres? It's catered. What? You're fancy. I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. Is there a game? Uh, Second week of December? No, the season doesn't start again until March. Oh. Yeah, they got the championship game on Sunday, and then they're off for 100 days. Must be so good for those players. Well, um, a lot of them have to go play internationally at that point. They don't really have an off-season. Really, it's not like football where you have an off-season because you have to go represent your national <laughs> team. Or if you get transferred, the schedules are different for uh, Europe and America. So if you get transferred, you go play immediately in the middle of a season in Europe. So you don't get a break. Well, at least they're getting paid pretty well. Yeah, they're getting compensated very well. Cam, I got a question for you. Yeah. Kind of the whole point of why you're here. Uh, Going back, because this ultimately was was about your, your switch to represent Trinidad. What would it mean to you? to compete in Japan and wear a medal around your neck? Oh, first, for that to happen, I would have to win the qualifiers in the America's qualifiers, which would be the best in North, South, and Central America. Like, top three. So I would likely have to face America, USA, in in that competition. And it would be it would be an honor to beat America and then go represent Trinidad. 
be a bit of beautiful irony. I, have, have you thought about I, it? Like, have you thought about that moment of getting to that point and, and putting a medal around your neck? No, no, not even close to thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, uh, I think I put so much stock in it previously. Uh, I, I don't really attribute it to the country as much as a normal person would. Because you you think about it as representing a country, but once you know everything that's involved in it, it kind of ruins that my whole patriotic theme about it. Because it's more about capitalism than than it is actually about patriotism. Which I'm not against that. I'm all for money and everything, but they just take advantage of of these Olympic athletes, like the way the NCAA does uh, their college athletes. So it's like the college athletes, they can say they're doing it for the school pride or whatever. I don't know. I guess that's a little different. I just, I I don't, I don't connect. I don't connect it with, uh, with patriotism as much anymore as now that I kind of understand the full process of how the Olympics work. Fair enough. Might be sad about that. Fair enough. That's kind of dark. Yeah. Bring the bring the brightness tonight. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's noon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's eleven for you. Where are you at right now? I'm in Portland, actually. So you're in the West Coast. Yeah. So it's yeah, ten o'clock. It's ten here, but like, sure, like. Spain or something. It's later. Yeah. The one German listener. It's tonight. Yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> it's like six. This, or, it's like seven. O'clock. I'm actually just. I'm just here for him. <laughs> you know any German at like at all? I know a German. Same. Same, same, but different. Yeah, he's he's gone back now. He's an exchange student at my high school oh. that I didn't go to. Oh. <laughs> he he made more days in school when he came from Germany. He went his to- commute. He, you were acting like that was your commute. Like you were coming from Germany every day. I lived seven minutes from my high school. <laughs> did, did your parents just not care? No, I was hurt. I was injured for a lot of my sophomore year. So what? Okay, so what it was my freshman year. My freshman year of high school, I was traveling a lot for um, for my previous job, and we got to write that as an excuse because it was school. Like it, it had a club in the school, so I just piggybacked off that, so I could not have that many days. So fifty four yeah. days were were excused. Well, not all of them, but you know, majority of them that yeah. kept me under the limit. Uh, Eighty four, I had a medical exemption because I ruptured my Achilles in October and then broke my heel in January on the same foot. So I was out for 84 days. Couldn't walk for, for, I think, nine months. So I just skipped school. And then I went half days for the last, like the last half of the year. I went like three hours. So that was fun. Uh, my uh, junior sounds. Year, it was awful, actually. Yeah, I would not recommend breaking your heel 
not fun at all. The junior year, I had uh, a lot of things happening at once, and I just didn't go. And we forged excuses at that point. Like, legitimately had a doctor print out a bunch of them when we just filled in the dates. And then my senior year, I just kind of just skipped every Monday and a Friday. You know, it's weird that you can get away with that, still almost get a 3.0, and there are people who are actually giving effort <laughs> and can't graduate high school. And you know what? Those people get to vote. And I don't think that's right. Yeah, 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 you're right. I, Democracy. I don't know. Democracy, yeah. We're not going to dip into politics. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why? Because I don't read and I don't really know anything. Uh, hey, question about that woman at Walmart, the security lady. Yeah. I was kind of afraid to ask this, but it's I remember it's, it's you. So, no. Do you think you would have been treated differently if you were white? She was black. Oh, she was black? Yeah. Her, the second lady she showed up with was white. This an old black lady giving me sass. Okay, I was just I was curious. That's a very important part of the detail of the story that I didn't know. Uh, that was yeah, good. I was, I was a little confused myself. Nah. Yeah, that it bothered me that I just let that go. Because I was like, you know what, I, I've you, seen enough videos of people call the cops, like like Barbecue Becky, yeah, like just call the cops on somebody, and and then the cop shows up on the side of security because that would be more more likely to happen. Not trying to listen to what I'm saying, I get frustrated. I raise my voice. I get tased, bro. I mean, yeah. That that's a very real possibility that could have happened, but it it did it bothered me. Uh, it was a it was a good, I, it was a good move for you to leave. <laughs> like you made the right decision. Did you get what you need from Walmart? Like, did you finish uh, your shopping? Yeah, I, I just really needed toothpaste. I would I would want to have gotten other things, but I just ran for my uh, toothpaste and body wash. That's good. Hey, so when you travel in the van, do you stop at truck shop, truck stops for showers? Like, how's that work? Oh no, Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Yeah, got it. Seven membership, Planet Fitness, and uh, Lifetime, and I'll possibly get one at Twenty Four Hour Fitness soon. Just uh, shower there, but it's like uh, it's a pretty cool thing when I get to shower without shoes because mostly wearing shower shoes. Mostly. Yeah. So probably probably safest athlete foot and all. Yeah. I, w- I can't relate. I don't I don't know. I, don't, I haven't worn shower shoes in probably a year. I will uh, only wear them four days a year. Oh, you have home privilege. I do have home privilege because I live in a house. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> like I, I I get it though. Like I I I assume about it yesterday. The whole American dream of owning a home and having three kids and a mortgage and a job and college debt. I I think I don't know how that is appealing for I know how it's appealing for people my age, but like 
I don't know how you at 19 get sold that dream. Oh, no. I mean, I, I do I want to have like a wife and a kid eventually, but like I don't want to have yeah. a kid for a while. Like I want to have a wife, obviously. That's, that's, that's cool. People do that. I understand why people do that. Yeah. I get why people do that. Um, oh, love is beautiful, man. Yeah. I don't, I can't say I've ever had that ever. I've never had a girlfriend, Cam. I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware of that. You probably are very productive. That's why you can do so much of this filming stuff. Yeah, probably. Probably have money too. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, I used to think that girlfriends were expensive and then I got one and they're not really. Yeah, but that's they're like an extra meal a week. Relatively cheap. It's like, yeah. Oh, no. You just, like, she should have a job too and get yourself a feminist. Because uh, they're better human beings. And by that, I just mean you can morally (laughs) obligate them to pay for their half for their own good. Yeah. Equality, whatever. Uh, That's what we're in for. You you have a girlfriend, like, you're at home with her, you eat at home, you hang out at home. Like, if you want to go out, you go out with her. You don't have to, like, I mean, go, guys go out and like waste money and buying girls drinks and never get them. That, yeah. <laughs> like you're just hydrating neighborhoods. No, thanks. Uh, that's good. Um, no, I've never had one. So like, I can't feel that. Like, I don't know what that's oh, like. Love is a beautiful thing, man. I, I was always against it. Until, until it happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch friends do dumb things. Because I'm in love. Because I'm in love. No, because you're an idiot. Like, can you not see how this looks from the outside? Like, no, love objectively is speaking. Love is blind. Oh, yeah. Then I fell in love. And I'm just like, but it's different. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen my friends do very dumb things, like drive endless amount of hours and spend money that they didn't have. And like, yeah. just be reckless and dumb, which I'm a very large advocate for to be reckless and dumb to enjoy your life because you're really not going to get this. Like I have, a, I have a great opportunity and I still live at home with my parents. So that's cool. Do that as long as you can. I have an, an abundance of money because I'm very good at budgeting to, I can go out and do reckless things and have fun because I have money to back that up. I'm very big advocate for just going and doing fun stuff because you're not ever going to have this situation again where you live at home and you have money. And you have yeah. zero. Yeah, I have very, I have very little responsibilities. Bro, hold on to that for as long as possible. Right? Actually, I don't know. And I don't have to answer to anyone because I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I, I never understood people who answer to their girlfriend. Like, oh, I'm not. I'm an adult. Right. I'm not gonna like not do things because but, my girlfriend told me not to. Actually, I'm. I'm going to take the adult approach on this. Uh, I would consult my girlfriend. Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't just like go out of the way to do something that I know upset her. But if she's, well, I guess, no, actually, girlfriend should have a say if it's like a partnership. Yeah. And I don't like the term girlfriend because I feel like a 17 year old. What do you, what, what do you want? Companion? Your companion in life? I, I, I go with the phrase partner, but it, Leads a lot of people to believe it's a dude. And it's not a dude. No. 
it's a it's a female. Yeah. But you're like, all about, I, I use the term partner. You're all, you're all about equality. But you yeah. all, but you also still like women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to clear that because like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, he likes women. He hates he hates gays. I'm like, nah, that's not how it works. Oh. I oh, still no, like no. And, and I still like women. I don't a lot. correct people. <laughs> like so like uh what you don't in, correct in, people? In my, no, I don't like uh when I talk and give speeches at like schools, I because I I used to get accused of being or I used to be called gay all the time. And I would be made fun of for being gay. And I address that in the speech, but I never address if I'm gay or not. And students always ask, I'm like, does it matter? Doesn't. I'm an adult. <laughs> don't care who. I don't care wh- who people think I'm. I'm hooking up with. And for me to promote that I'm straight just makes it seem like there would be something wrong with being gay. Uh, I did. It was National Coming Out Day uh, last month sometime, and I was at a school in I think New Jersey, and one kid was just annoyed at Coming Out Day. <laughs> and, and I didn't know how to handle it, but he seemed very confident. He wanted to speak on it, and he didn't get why they get a day. And you know, I brought him up on stage, and I wanted to like not make an example out of him, but like have an open dialogue. He's like, I don't get why they get a day for being gay. Did it used to be illegal to be gay or something? Like, and I realized at that he it, he. It wasn't that he was mad at gay people. He didn't see any difference between gay people and straight people, which to me I thought was like really incredible. It's like how long we how far we've come. Like twenty years ago or even ten years ago, it's probably some states it's still illegal. This kid had not a care in the world that someone was gay. So like, how old is so anti homophobic that it looked homophobic. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how things come back because life's a circle. So if you're like anti Whatever you look like, you're you're in favor of it. But uh, how yeah. how old was this kid? Uh, I was middle school, so thirteen, fourteen. Okay, so like right at the whole like figuring out who you are and what you like stage of life. That kid didn't give a damn. <laughs> someone was gay or not? You shouldn't get a damn. I don't get a damn because like equality, yeah. right? <laughs> he feels like it's favoring that side. Like, <laughs> he wants equality. Like, that's why and, a lot of people only, get really, really mad all the time because people like, yeah. well, why did they get this? Why did they get that? Why did they get treated differently? Because we tweeted, we tweeted them differently for so many years. <laughs> yeah, but like actually three weeks ago, we still differently. Like someone didn't want to make cake for gay people once. <laughs> yeah, that wedding cake person. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was weird. <laughs> like for one, bro, this is your business. Making cakes is the gayest thing ever. <laughs> This is your business. No one address that. You're not in any position to turn down any clients. Yeah. Like, you this design how, cakes. This is how you make money. Yeah. And also, just charge him for an extra figurine. Because you just put two dudes on the cake instead of a dude and a girl. If they come in pairs, buy an extra pair, charge them. Like, I don't know. That's... Then the then, I I, then wait hold on the article is going to come out as the cost of being gay the extra, yes. <laughs> the extra four dollars they had to spend <laughs> and that's oh, going to be man. a big story <laughs> that that is actually a big deal in the vegan community right now where uh, when okay, they make oh, it vegan it's more expensive 
and vegans are complaining. Granted, I'll preface this by saying I am vegan. I support the movement, all that good jazz. But vegan cheese is just more expensive. I don't think like a restaurant should eat the cost of my cheese because it's vegan. I mean, I'm just grateful they have the option. Also, it's not a big staple of a sandwich. I mean, you can have a sandwich without cheese. Yeah, but it's just not as good. You're right. Is there vegan cheese? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't taste like cheese. Yeah, it's probably not. It, it's, it tastes it's, good. I, I love it. I don't remember what cheese tastes like, but I do remember vegan cheese does not taste like like <laughs> cheese cheese. What's in vegan cheese? <laughs> like, what oh, there's different of? kinds. That's just an interesting there's, thing. Uh, Is it Sometimes there's like cashews, soy, Nut cheese. There's all different types of cheeses. Nut cheese. Uh, nut cheese sounds like something else. That that huh? sounds, nut cheese sounds like something else. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nut cheese definitely. Yeah. Amanda brand. That's that goes back to our earlier conversation about how you can find anything on the internet and how yeah exposing their children to all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Just don't Google that. That's good. Yeah, but then, then uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like we're just so tied to our culture, and every no one realizes that their culture is a culture, and they're not right. Yeah, and when you're yelling at someone that, like, oh, here's here's an issue that I recently had. So I. Did I was invited to do a talk at uh, uh, a secular group or a non-secular group, whichever one's the non-religious one. And I didn't know what the term meant, but to me it was like just like uh, like an anti-Christ thing. I, I don't know. Like that's what I was thinking because I didn't know what it really meant. Uh, but, you know, you got to pay my bills, so I accept the gig. And I got there and it was like a Sunday group. It was just a community group. And it's not anti-religious by any means. They just don't. It's not about religion. It's just a community group where people get together Sunday mornings. Uh, it's called Oasis. And it's a beautiful setup. So it's uh, the first 15 minutes, there's free coffee and everything. And everyone has name tags. And you can just you talk to strangers. You have to talk to people you don't know. And then you sit down. A guy plays two songs. And then they have a uh, they make announcements about different volunteering opportunities in the community and different ways to help out. And then they have a community moment, which it's just a normal person who's not a speaker shares a 15 minute story from their life, childhood or whatever. And then you go back and have coffee and talk to more people. And then the, the main speaker speaks for 25 minutes to 30 minutes and does Q and a, the whole thing takes an hour and 45 minutes. And then the, the guy ends it by playing music and there's always different local artists has nothing to do with religion. It is the group, it's the biggest group of weirdos I've ever seen in my life. Like I walked in and I felt at home. It's just like, there's trans people, there's gay people, there are atheists, there are Mormons, there are former Mormons. Like it was just a group of judge-free, weird, fun people. Like after I went there to speak the first time, I joined. That's how cool it was. Uh, then Trump became president and all these people lost their minds. Like, like the group chat is just, just got weird. Uh, 
but I emailed them recently. Uh, I, I sent a message on the, on the private Facebook group because they're every post is cause they're very pro trans and like very all about equality and feminists. And I'm with them on that. Uh, but they do yell at other people. Like they believe in their culture, like trans world is like trans people completely acceptable. I also believe that, but that's my culture. I do understand that some cultures don't actually believe that. And they think that that's uh, sinful or whatever their religion believes like different cultures. No one's right. No one's wrong. It's just their culture. But the fact that they're very, aggressive they're not aggressive but they're activists they go out and do stuff and most of them just post about it but i digress uh i wrote a post a long post on the facebook page just to get everyone's point of view because they do these bi-weekly dinners where everyone gets together for dinner and it's like a community deal and i asked since they're so anti you know taking advantage of women and people without voices for themselves I asked why they thought it was acceptable to eat meat and constantly post about eating meat. If meat is murder and dairy is rape, does that not count since animals don't have voices for themselves? And I brought up maybe about eight or nine points. It was a very long email. I was on a treadmill. had nothing to do. I in Trinidad. And they, uh, they got my message and they never approved it. They never approved my message and it bothered me. Now, these people are like anti Fox news to say the least. Right. And they say that Fox news is biased news and you should never give people biased news. But the leader of it, who's very anti Fox, what she did was she, uh, she filtered out information to the group because it wouldn't fit the objective of the group, which is exactly what Fox News does. So then I wrote her an email and told her she was Fox News. Never got a response back. Bothered me. You can probably edit that out, but no real moral to that story. But that bothered me. I don't like filtering information to certain groups of people. This and the only thing I hate more than anything is hypocrisy. Hearing you and like, and, and, and getting to see this side of you is one of my favorite things to look and, and get a behind the scenes of how the brain works because everyone knows you for like the Taylor Swift, a boxing thing and then your comedy and, and you speaking at schools. That right there was an insight to how incredibly intelligent you are just based on life experience, just based like, it's not educational. It's not education based. What just happened there. That is just life experience and being self-aware and having common sense. That is just being a, a person what that teaches you to be an adult person. And you've had incredible life experiences where you just like, you just packed all your stuff in a van and moved and just drove around that country. And that teaches you a lot. And you 
having to switch representations of your of what country you're going to represent like all these different things that have impacted you and there's a bunch of stuff that you haven't told about and there's a bunch of stuff you probably will never tell about on this show to see your brain work and see the gears moving just based on that response and that story it's incredible man you're you're really really smart thanks i still never got a response back yeah and that, ha- that, like, that, that happens. We should drop it. Well, yeah, that, that's going to happen because it's happened to me before. Like You just like bring up something no one wants to talk about. No one wants to talk about it, so they're not going to talk about it. Like it's. But the, literally what they do as a group is address things that no one wants to talk about. Exactly. But then I realized it's not a group for freedom of speech, which is in their little bylaws. It's a group to promote their personal agenda. Don't like that. What are you? What are you doing? Me? Yeah, eating the Cliff Bar. Okay, there's a bunch of crackling noise on that oh, other side. Yeah, I was opening up. <laughs> there's I'm no, just, it, there's no quiet way to open those. No, I'm this, just actually just did it the quiet way using scissors. Yeah. Yeah. It, it works. And it's out. Good. Yeah. Uh, so this is where a normal person would say. Hey, I'll drop it. That's not what I'm going to do because I would like the whole group to realize that everything they stand for means nothing if they don't actually value the freedom of everyone's speech. It's only freedom of speech if you agree with them. So I'm going to book a gig with them. I'm going to book another gig. I'm going to do it for free so they won't turn me down. I'm going to give them which topic I'm going to speak on. I'm going to make it sound appealing. And I'm going to speak about what the hell I want to speak about. That's what I'm going to do. Hopefully they don't listen to the show until after. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Well, where is this based out of? Kansas City. Okay, yeah. I don't really have any Missouri listeners. So we should be we should be good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad I got that off my chest. It's like therapy. Yeah, man. Look, you're always welcome to come here. This is your third time on the show. More more times than anyone else has. Favorite guest? You are my actually one of my favorite guests. I was just talking about the, the, the fans. I, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about myself because this is my show. <laughs> this is, my, name's, Kanye. my name's on the show, so I can talk about whatever I want. I can interview whoever I want. But it really does help that people like you. Yeah. Uh, is there anything about you that's not likable huh is there anything about you that people have not found likable oh yeah most things about me but also the things that most people like about you yeah (laughs) you, you are a polarizing figure I will say that the thing is, I don't understand why. It's not like I'm doing anything out of my way to be polarizing. No. I'm just being right all the time. It's just you're you, and you're uniquely you. Like you're, I think you're, people who have a problem with me are people who are upset in their own personal lives and situation. Yeah, yeah. Miserable people don't like happy people. And I realize a lot of my family members are miserable people. That's why I made an effort to do a job that I wanted to do. 
Yeah. Whatever makes people happy. I feel like that's that's lost in the world. Because everyone is it's, everyone's trying to fit into the world and no one's happy fitting into the world. Like just people just it's okay with if people can mind their business and allow other people to do whatever they wanted to, the world would be so much better. But then you have certain groups who won't allow that. Yeah. Can't have it all, but you can. Yeah. Can't win them all, <laughs> but you can't. Just like you said on, on I, don't, I don't remember what it was, maybe 23, I think, episode 23. Everything's going to work out for everyone ever. If it doesn't, you'll die, and then you don't have to worry about it. Boom. Just dropping knowledge. Man, that's that that such a like a philosophical show that was. <laughs> we talked about everything on that show. <laughs> you asked me if I did yeah. drugs at one point. Like, that, was, that, was, that was fun. Have you done drugs yet? Since? No, I've not done drugs since. Keep that up, man. I mean, I did have a problem with uh, painkillers my sophomore year. That was it, but that was prescribed. Yeah. So I didn't Still like. Be a problem. I didn't find those. Those were like given to me, and then it became a problem because I had too much excess. Aren't they amazing? Painkillers, man. There's very few things that feel like painkillers. I'm not saying it's good. I'm also not saying it's bad. It's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of you stuff know what? happening. Your brain can make all of those chemicals whenever it wants, it but doesn't. it doesn't allow you to. It doesn't. Because if you could just get those dopamine hits without actually accomplishing anything, the human race would no longer continue to exist. Because no one would leave their house. They would just literally dope themselves up. And not eat, not sleep, not work. So I guess it's like a, a reward-based system. And drugs uh, kind of bypass the the reward part. And that's why those people don't work or sleep or leave their house. There's a reason why people would leave their wife, leave their leave their lover, their kids in their house for heroin. And that's because heroin's better than your lover, your kids, and your house. It's literally the greatest thing ever. Have you done heroin? No, no. Uh, I just, heroin's supposed to be said to be more addicting than Valium. And I've done Valium. And Jesus Christ, happiness does exist. <laughs> it's, I got it for surgery. And... It was the greatest, the happiest, the most fulfilled I've ever felt in my life. It was, oh, it was one of the greatest moments ever. Apparently, when I woke up from surgery, they said I just kept asking for Valium. <laughs> I don't remember anything for like the rest of the day, but I do remember the moment of just feeling like I was floating in the sky and the clouds were my blanket. Clouds are warm? There's... Oh, it was so good. Which is weird because it, rain rain makes you feel cold. Yeah. Stupid science. But, yeah, science doesn't make sense. Are you voting? For the presidential election in 2020? 
Yeah. Yeah, probably. I think so. I got to register first. I haven't registered yet. Me too. We got a uh, we got a governor's race going on right now. The election is Saturday. Tomorrow. Do you care, honestly? About the governor? Yeah. I mean, taxes are really high right now. So, I mean, that... But no, might, you personally. Like, will I be affected does, by it? D- does... My life your is life my night. My my, my my life is not going to change either way. I just don't want more money taken out of my account that doesn't need to be. Yeah, that's the only really thing I care about. I don't care about like the charter schools. I don't care about any of that because I don't. I don't have anyone involved in that. I don't care. No, most of those kids miss over two hundred days and graduate anyway. Yeah, they two point eight one, bro. <laughs> two point eight one. My teachers hated me so much. Because <laughs> they'd have to like sign paper, like go through paperwork and like sign off books and stuff to me. Like they hated me so much. Just an extra hoop to jump through. Yeah, it's like ah, we don't like our jobs anyways, and now you're making us do paperwork for this one kid who's not going to show up to class. And trust me, I milked it. Like I didn't need to be out for the whole year, my sophomore year, but I, I, I did. You're an overachiever. From October till May, I I went to school at most three hours a day in October to January. I didn't go to school at all. So yeah, of course they hated me. I went to the library one day, one day a week. I went to the library to get my school assignments that week. And I came home and I did them at home. I was homeschooled my sophomore year. Pretty much great time. Wish I could do that, but I already kind of do that with college. Yeah. I lived in, I lived by myself in New York. My whole senior year in high school. That seems like a great time. Oh, it, it was. You had no incentive. It, did, you have no incentive to do anything that year, didn't you? Like you, like you didn't have to do anything. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't didn't really have to do anything. Uh, anyway, because they would mail home my report card, but I lived at a different address. Uh, then, like we lied on the address to get me into a better school district. Right. So. Uh, yeah, once I realized report cards weren't coming home and they just had to take my word for it, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do much in school. But the, in, in hindsight, I wish I would have. Yeah, you always wish you would have, but like in the moment, like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, that's, oh, a, that's instant a good, gratification. That is quite appealing. Yeah. So that senior year, how many, how many girls dropped by that? that house alone it was just it was a, an apartment of christ I'm, I'm, I'm really sure none 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 are you yeah. serious zero yeah, just, no. huh? zero girls you're saying none for that yeah because i'm supposed to say that there are kids <laughs> listening <laughs> no they turn it off <laughs> <laughs> we're getting we're getting, no let's let's go down <laughs> that route <laughs> <laughs> no it was uh it was it, it taught me a lot because uh i had to i had to do everything on my own like no one told me like hey it's gonna sound stupid but hey go brush your teeth like just things you realize that you would have to do before because like people were around. I didn't have to do anything. 
I didn't have to get out of bed. I didn't have to work out. I didn't have to shower. I still did. I was still boxed. But I did a lot of matinee movies on the weekdays. <laughs> uh, it was the cheapest days possible. Yeah. It is like Tuesday. Tuesday's cheapest day. Yeah. I'm uh, always been a fan of uh, saving money and being frugal, which I do think that uh, I, I think that the world has evolved, but our education system hasn't. And we are sending kids to schools to learn nonsense. Like they just finished getting rid of cursive, which long enough, like there's no need to know how to write in script. Like, what about your signature? Signatures are stupid. The whole concept of a signature is stupid. You sign for stuff every day. What do they compare that signature to? I'd, that's a good question. Yeah, to so the point where I literally sign documents from my PDF, from a, a signature stamp I have saved. I can just screenshot your signature and put it on something. A signature literally means nothing. We should stop pretending like it does. Maybe in the Declaration of Independence, but not, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, we don't even know how authentic that document is. No one's seen it, besides Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nicolas Cage stole it that one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage, really good movies. Yeah, oh, Con- yeah. Con Air, National Treasure. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> good good set of movies, that uh, guy. He had a nice little run. Was he Indiana Jones, too? No, that's Harrison Ford. That's the same oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Han Solo. Same guy. Never seen Star Wars. Uh, me, me either. Cam, what's your Keep favorite? What's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, favorite movie of all time? Dewey Cox, the Walk Hard, Walk Hard, and Dewey Cox story. Okay. Uh, John C. Riley. So the other guy from uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. It was a kind of music parody, making fun of like Johnny Cash Walk the Line. Yeah. So funny. So funny movie. Movie so funny. Uh, second movie would probably be Talladega Nights. You you just love John C. Riley. <laughs> I do. The dude is he's uh, he's very I, funny. He's very funny. On top of being funny, so talented. Like he sang all of the songs for the Walk Hard soundtrack. Like legit sang. He's like he can. He's like a, a musician too. It's like a serious music. But if you listen to the songs too closely, you realize that they're all like like parodies. Like there's a song like Let's Do It, Duet. So it's like Let's Duet and it's just like Let's Do It. Yeah. And it's just like, so if you listen to it too closely, you realize he's actually being funny. Yeah. But he sounds like, I listen to the soundtrack and I'm impressed by his like, he could sing, like dude's funny. Uh, so is Will Ferrell. Yeah, Wolf Ferrell, uh, great. Also owns an MLS team, by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not. He what? Wolf Ferrell owns an MLS team. So He does? Yeah. Which one? Los Angeles Football Club. Nice. Second year in the league this year. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to buy a team. 
They're only two right now. They're only two hundred two hundred and fifty million dollars right now. Really? I'll think I'll start by buying a team jersey. Do that. Yeah. Don't sure. go. Don't buy an Atlanta United jersey. Don't don't buy Atlanta. Uh, I, I'll I'll avoid ATL. Uh, all right. Well, well, I'm gonna have to wrap this one up. Yeah, man. Thank you for the time. Yeah. You're the best. Oh, thanks for having me. You're incredible, Cam. Best out of all of your all your guests. Okay. You I'll, keep... I'll I'll take it. I don't I don't know how <laughs> how much I should believe that, but Well, you keep telling I'll, yourself that. I'll, I'll take it as a Just keep telling yourself that. Greatest guest ever. All right, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> hey everyone, uh you know where you can find me, so I don't have to say it. I will though at Cam F Awesome on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> that's gonna be my new thing. You know where to find me, so I'm not gonna say it. Like, no one knows where to find me, <laughs> and it's so much better that way. It is, but you have it just, the because it sounds like you're supposed to know, right? So you don't ask, right? Makes you feel bad instead of yeah. like, yeah, makes the person feel bad. That's good. All right, guys, you know where to find me. And that's how he's going to exit, I'm assuming. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, man. Of course. Stay safe. All right, man. I'll you see too, you in a month. Stay black. I'll see you in a, I won't stay black. I'll see you in a month. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'll hit you up. All right, man. Later. Later. And that was Cam F. Awesome on the If Anyone Cares podcast. That was amazing. My goodness. Um, you can subscribe to the show um, at uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. If anyone cares, search that in the bar. You can search Riley James in the bar. Not guaranteeing. That's the first thing that's going to pop up, but just search if anyone cares. Uh, obviously, you know the logo, the the blue and the clouds, and it says if anyone cares. Pretty pretty well done by my buddy and uh, best friend Spencer Ware, who also did the music for this show. You can find us on Twitter at if anyone cares, uh, at if anyone cares underscore. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at RileyJamesIAC. We do Ask Riley on Fridays. I'm very, very excited for the future of the show. I'm very, very excited for the next guests. But this was a banger. We always love having Cam Awesome on the show, and we are so, so appreciative that um, Cam made some time for the today. Please, please, share the show with your friends. Give us a five-star review. Say nice comments. We're so thankful you're here. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Four came awesome for the third time. I'm Riley James, if anyone cares. <laughs>